So welcome to another episode of The Shredding Show. Today we're going to go through the four truths of why you're not shredding fat and building muscle. We've also got head coach of CJ Coaching, Jeremy, on the call as well to help give you guys uh, some tips, knowledge from the coaching side of things of what exactly we do concisely with clients to get the world-class results. So welcome, Jeremy. Thanks for having me on, mate. We haven't done one of these in a while. so yes. It's been a while. It's been a while. So uh, this is one of the things I think we both see that these four common points are really common in terms of um, the main reasons why people don't actually get results. And I think why, and people might not actually think of some of these. Um, so we're going to go through these and get my opinion, your opinion, a bounce back and forth on a few of these things. So these Perfect. are going to be the, the, the four truths. Um, and I think the first one is probably like the biggest thing with everything in life. Um, it's people expect to get a, to achieve a goal and to have a strategy to go into, to like, they want to be, I don't know, in the best shape of their life, say in summer next year, but then have a strategy or an actual goal of how to get there. So it's like um, you're trying to go on a hike and you're trying to climb to the top of a mountain, yet you haven't got a map. So how are you going to get there? And I know that's something we see all the time. I think when people come to us, it's like they have this end goal in mind, but they have absolutely no idea about how to get there. And people just almost go round and round in circles, if that makes sense. Like just doing the same old thing, expecting different results, which is literally the definition of insanity. And I know you see that a lot as well. 100%. And I love the travel analogy. And it's one that I utilize all the time because it's, it's not only relevant to not having the directions to get to somewhere, but it also directly correlates with the time it's going to take. So people always, this is going a little bit off topic, but it's still on topic, still relevant. Um, Like people get impatient and they feel that they can get to somewhere a lot quicker than they actually can because they compare themselves to others. When in fact, if you're starting from point A, which is a hundred miles away from where you're going and person B starts from somewhere that's like, 200 miles someone's going to be quicker than the other purely because you're starting from a completely different point and the exact same as you as you say goes with the direction if you've got no direction i remember when i first started doing this um over 10 years ago before i had any of my knowledge and before i ever approached a a coach um, i always had the mindset that i could do it myself And yes, most people can do it themselves. But the problem is, is that there's a plethora of information out there that is complete nonsense. And being able to pick out the correct information from the incorrect information can be extremely difficult, time consuming, and a complete waste of time. I used to throw literally everything that I used to find online into like a cutting phase to try and lose fat. And I would just spin my wheels because I'd try and do something because I saw it without actually having it implemented in, in a proper plan. 100%. It's one of those things is that people go like a bodybuilding.com, they go and do X, Y, Z and like they jump around from fitness fad to fitness fad to bullshit, like booty crap. And then they don't actually stick to anything consistently. They've got no clear like periodized plan of, like actually progressing through anything and yet they get no results because, and then they get frustrated thinking nothing works. And it's like the reality is like 95% of things will work if they're actually set up correctly, but you probably just have to stick to them a little bit. Um, and like the thing is that every plan will work, but it has to be customized and specific to you as an individual because every person's body uh, and mind is beautiful, unique and specific to them. And it's not just about um, like, 
getting a diet that's 2,000 calories and, okay, that's a deficit. Let's hope for the best and hope we lose body fat, which is what a lot of people do. They'll go on, I don't know, I put up an infographic yesterday about a diet, I think it's like 2,100 calories. So like that probably worked for a lot of people, but it, it will also not work for a lot of people and it's not going to be the optimal way to get your results. And it comes to one of those things, it's like, uh, say for example, we're going for another travel analogy. Say if I wanted to go to Edinburgh, like I could walk to Edinburgh hypothetically, I could drive to Edinburgh hypothetically, and I could fly to Edinburgh hypothetically. And like, there's a lot of different ways to get there and they're all going to get me to the same destination. But one of them, for example, flying is going to be a hell of a lot faster. And it's the same when it comes to your fitness is that there's a lot of different ways to get the end destination. Some of them are just going to be a lot more painful or more dragged out than others. And like what myself and Jeremy ex- expertise are, are getting you to the end destination in the most speedy, efficient manner possible, which is actually sustainable. So that like the big thing that we want for everyone as a client is that you, at the end of the program, you don't need us. We've taught you the right life skills and habits so that you actually understand what to eat, when to eat and how much. And so, and that's like a gift and a skill you have for life. Because what you see a lot of people is a crash diet for eight to 12 weeks. They'll lose a lot of weight. And then in 16 weeks, they're back to where they started again. And it's like a revolving door. And respectfully, me and Jeremy see it sometimes with clients when they drop off from us and like, and they want to go and do their own thing. They like completely fall off the wagon because they don't have that accountability and support, which is really critical in terms of actually being aware because there's two things that, inherently tend to make people get results so there's one which is um what's called having skin in the game like you investing into something so like if you buy a coaching program you're paying a personal trainer you're getting someone to help you if you're putting money into it you know like well i'm not going to waste this money that i'm spending with jeremy and charlie helping me to get world-class results like i'm gonna stick to my training i'm gonna eat my diet whereas um and also the second thing is like inherently as human beings we don't want to let other people down because you don't want to be like, Oh, I'm checking with my coach this weekend. I'm seeing my trainer. I don't want to be like, I fucked up again. And I've eaten four cheesecakes, 10 tubs of Ben and Jerry's or whatever it might be. Like inherently that will go through your mind. You'd be like, mm, I might put the digestive biscuits back and we'll, we'll just, we'll have one instead of five. And it's those small little mental thoughts and changes that accumulate to a big, big, big difference overall. Um, is there anything else you'd add into that, Jeremy? Yeah, and you you started touching upon it in terms of people's uniqueness and optimization. And it's not just about having a plan. It's having a plan that works for that individual person because the stuff you find online, people will say, um, this is the best and the optimal plan to get six-pack abs in the shortest amount of time possible. But if you have a client that cannot stick to any of that, that goes from being the best plan in the world to get six pack abs to the worst plan in the world to get six pack abs, which is why trying to find stuff that's not bespoke to your lifestyle and you can stick to isn't always the best thing to do. Things have to be tailored because everyone's different. Everyone have different pressures in their, in their day to day and finding something that you can stick to consistently is always going to be the best plan over supposedly what's optimal. Same. So that wraps up point number one of the four truths of shredding fat and building muscle, which is not actually having a plan or strategy to get you from point A to point B and actually having like a proven route to get you there. So that's point number one. Now, point number two is something a lot of people don't actually think of uh, when it comes to fat loss and building muscle, and that's stress. 
Now, this year has been incredibly stressful for everyone on this planet. All 8 billion of us or how many there are. Um, no one's got a fucking clue what's going on. No one really knows what's going to happen next year. We're all just rolling with the flow and making the best of the situation. Uh, and it's been a roller coaster year. It's been hugely successful. It's been exciting. There's been ups, there's been downs. Uh, there's been more ups than, um, than anything. Um, but the big thing is, is being stressed. So stress has a hugely negative effect on the body. So that, and that could be in a multitude of different ways. So when you're stressed, your body will release a hormone called cortisol, which actually is a fat storage hormone and is also catabolic. So by catabolic, it actually means that your body's going to be breaking down muscle tissue, which obviously if we're, our goal is to build a lean athletic physique, we want to look jacked, we want to have, be muscular, we want to be lean, like being catabolic and being stressed is like a shitstorm. It's not going to help. So it's going to be like, I'm going to knock an analogy theme today, but uh, it's like trying to drive a car with a handbrake on. So you'll find that, like, and often I find this, um, I get myself very wound up by wanting to try and do a million and one things and trying to like be in a million places at the same time and trying to want to help everyone in the world uh, get in shape. And I notice I actually make the most progress in terms of fat loss and building muscle when I go away because. I'm not stressed. I'm chilled out. There's a bit of sun, there's a bit of a day. I can sit by the pool, go to the beach. And guess what? I might eat a bit more shit food. I might have a cheesecake in the Cheesecake Factory. Shout out to the Oreo Extreme Cheesecake. It is incredible. Uh, anyone who knows, you know what I'm talking about. Um, and I'll have that extra food. I'll have whatever. But I'll actually come back leaner. And I'll, my body composition will be better. I'll be stronger. Because my stress levels will have been less. I'll be more relaxed. I'll be mentally refreshed. And like stress has such a negative impact on our lives. And it's actually probably like one of the number one reasons in terms of like disease uh, and things like there's a lot of research which shows links with it with cancer. Um, it's hugely detrimental in the world we live in now. And like, unfortunately, like social media is a blessing, something I absolutely love. And I love technology and having this opportunity to speak to everyone like now on the podcast, myself and Jeremy. But it's also a curse in the fact that our brain is constantly stimulated and bombarded. And we've got these geeks and like nerds at like, um, no respect for actually geniuses who work for like Facebook and Google, who literally their life is like, how can we get people more addicted to Instagram, Facebook, our phones, notifications? Um, and that is like warping our brains a bit and keeping us more stressed. So one of the best things I've done personally this year is literally turning all the notifications off my phone. So originally when I first did that, I thought like the world is going to come to an end, like my business will collapse or my clients will leave because I don't look at my WhatsApp within like 30 seconds. And the reality when you actually do it is incredibly empowering and freeing. And like the second big, well, two other big things to say, aside from turning my phone notifications off, it's put my phone in airplane mode when I go in the gym. And then lastly, it's not watching the news or mainstream media. So in particular, the British media is probably the most negative media <laughs> in the world. Um, so I actually quite like listening to like CNBC and like the American business news when I'm doing work, but the British media is like the world is coming to an end. You have Piers Morgan talking about apocalypses. Um, so like that is just going to get you more wound up and stressed. So for me, a big thing in terms of actually optimizing your, um, results within your training and just optimizing your life generally is looking to try and mitigate stress. Um, is there any like methods or anything you use specifically, Jeremy, which help with that? Yeah, so um, doing the uh, no news thing is uh, something that I've been doing for the last two years, which again, just like you, I think it's massively, massively helpful. And the reality is, is if something truly important happens in the world that you need to know about, someone in your circle who does watch the news will probably let you know, 
or the cashier at the grocery store will tell you about it or you'll go get a haircut and the barber will mention it. So you don't need to surround yourself with that negativity all the time. Uh, Another few things that I like to do on a daily basis. uh, Number one uh, that really helps relax me is in between certain tasks, I try and control my breathing for just between one and two minutes. So it doesn't take up that much time. But I find that if you're constantly switching from thing to thing, like everyone has quite fast paced lives. It doesn't really matter where you are. Everyone's going at hundred miles an hour. Um, so it's easy not to take enough time to sit, relax, reset your mental state. So I, I will literally just control my breaths. I'll take six seconds in, hold the breath six seconds out and do that for a minute or two. And then it helps refresh your mental state and reduce that stress reduce your heart rate and uh, so you can start the next task uh, with a clear mind a different mindset uh, one that isn't stressed and you can do that multiple times throughout the day that's something that really really helps me Um, because everybody always looks for those magic pills for fat loss but there's actually stuff that's within your control that will make a huge huge difference even more than a magic pill if you can try and contain it and reducing stress is one of those because uh, going back to the car analogy, it's like driving the car in the red line for, for your whole journey. Eventually the car's going to blow up and, it, and, and then you're not going to be able to do anything. Um, I, uh, <laughs> it's funny you say that because I am probably the worst person for that. So like, and Jeremy said, like, I texted him yesterday being like, I'm not looking at my phone again. Like I, I have a like because I I get hugely excited for work and I get huge I'm hugely driven and I'm excited to do all these things and help all these people and all these things I want to do. I tend to go through phases where I almost like drive myself into the ground, like getting up at work, working from like five a.m. and like when I was in Dubai, I went to dinner at like twelve o'clock at night and I went for dinner with a few people. And we were talking about loads of cool ideas and I was so excited that I couldn't sleep, so I got up at four to go to the airport and so I could sit at the airport working. Uh, in the lounge for like three hours before the flight because I was excited to do stuff because I'm a bit of a lunatic and that that then like compounds for like 10 days where I slowly like red line myself like Jeremy said and then we get to the point where like yesterday afternoon I was like I've had enough like just I just like pretty much messaged everyone being like I'm not I'm like I've disappeared for the rest of the day I'll speak to you tomorrow like and it's being like conscious and aware of knowing like that's awesome if you're the same as that you've got a type A personality you want to like go for it and gun it because like that's like who I am and what I want to do and like with huge respect for everyone who wants to do that and so high five to you but you also have to be self-aware of knowing like and again I've done it today like just sometimes you just need to pull back a little bit if you feel like you're starting to burn out then sometimes you have to pull back a little bit so you have to go it's that saying you have to go slow to go fast sometimes so um that's something I think is very 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 helpful also from the stress side of things the big thing that's helped me i've now bought a massive whiteboard behind me but um it's actually writing things down because your like mind can get very clouded sometimes when you've got a thousand and one things you're thinking about and you're trying to map out all these visions of things you want to do and even if it's your, like nutrition or training like i'm being a bit of lunatic again i'm having like exciting times writing new training programs and like i just come up with ideas and stuff i was saying to jeremy that i was like um, I might write a program for like calf training, see if anyone wants that. And like, but if anyone does want that calf training program, message me because I'm like, I've, I've pretty much got all the workouts written. I just need to knock it together into an ebook if anyone wants it. So if there is demand, I will build it and, and we'll set it live for you guys. 
Um, but it's just being aware of like all these tasks and things you want to do. And I find writing them out is the best way to sort of clear your mind and like and almost brain dump things. So that's been hugely beneficial for me. So um, that's point number two in terms of like probably one of the big handbrakes and preventing fat loss and building muscle is being too stressed. Now, point number three is very, very common with a lot of things in life. And that's people just not being consistent. So you weekend warriors, you like you go to the gym Monday to Friday, you do chest on Monday, you do back on Tuesday, you do arms on Fridays, get a pump for going out the weekend. Like, and then the Saturday, Sunday is an absolute shit show when it comes to your diet. <laughs> like that, that, and then you don't train and your sleep patterns all over the place. And like, that's cool if you want to go out the weekend and you want to enjoy yourself, but you just have to factor it in. You have to realize that, look, if you, and we have clients who do that, who want to go out and enjoy themselves the weekend, like trust me, I do it as well. But you have to understand that you can't look at like Jimmy, the other client who has gone in 12 weeks, has got absolutely peeled. Um, and you're like, well, how's he done it? Like, well, to be honest with you, Brian, like, I'm hypothetical, Brian. It's not an actual person. <laughs> like, um, we, to be honest with you, Brian, you know that time, like every weekend, you're like, oh, uh, I, I had like a shitload of gin, and then I went to McDonald's, and then I didn't really sleep much, and I missed my training session. Well, like Jimmy didn't do that. Jimmy slept to his diet for twelve weeks and did all his training and like slept properly and did everything perfectly. So that's why he got better results. Now, I'm not saying that other people can't get results whilst going out and uh, having a good time, but you just have to appreciate that that's not going to be optimal. So it will take you a little bit longer to get to the end destination. So coming back to the analogy again of going to Edinburgh, like that would be instead of flying to Edinburgh, you're going to be driving to Edinburgh. So it's not take, I don't know how long it takes to fly to Edinburgh, 45 minutes an hour. It's not going to take you an hour. It might take you 10 hours to get there because you're not doing it as an, as an efficient manner almost. With a load um, of detours along the way. Yeah. You, you're taking a scenic route. So you're going to like maybe <laughs> Gloucester, you might go to Norfolk, you, like you're going Back to, down to Portsmouth. Yeah, down, down to Portsmouth Uni. You might be going to like all the uni towns and have a good, good time on the way up to Edinburgh. Um, and that's the way you've got to look at it. Like the more consistent you are, the better the results will come. And like, I don't know, it's the same for me in terms of the more anal I get with things. I don't necessarily like doing it because it sometimes creates more stress in my life. But like the more anal I am, I am at the moment, like logging my training sessions and like, like today I, I wrote, I put my stories like decline bench. I did, I think last time I did 140 kilos for seven reps. So I was like, I don't know, seven or nine reps or something. So I was like, okay, so today we're going to increase the weight. We're going to go up to 142. So like I knew that I had to increase the weight a little bit. And like it is a, it is a chore having to write stuff out. But do you know what? That attention to detail will accelerate results. And again, it's the same thing when it comes to your nutrition. Like personally, I use macros quite a lot. but the most optimal way to get results is generally to eat the same thing every day and be consistent with it because then everything is dialed into the letter because one of the big reasons that people don't get results particularly well sometimes when they're doing macros is that their tracking is well off. So like scientifically it's actually shown that when people tend to do things like that, their estimated calorie intake is generally about 20 to 25% more than they think. Um, is there anything you'd add in with that, Jeremy? Yeah, hundred percent. I'm going to change the analogy slightly and do it as a as a cooking one because that's relevant. It's as if you were trying to bake a cake and just guesstimating or eyeballing the ingredients that that you put in. You'd be like, oh, I'll have a pinch of this, a bit of this, bit of that. Guaranteed, it's not going to turn out anything like what it is that you were trying to bake because you're just doing it without actually measuring stuff and tracking what you're doing. Um, and one of the calls that we did with our elite clients 
um, a couple of Sundays ago, I think was a big, big opener for anyone who is a bit of a weekend warrior and that some meals, you don't realize how calorific they are. Like the, um, the McDonald's big Mac and fries. That's well over a thousand calories. Um, if you have same with like five guys and stuff like that, you can just have a burger and chips and that will be about 2000 calories. If you do that two or three times in the weekend, probably just twice, don't even need to do it three times. That can completely take you out of your calorie deficit and ruin all the hard work in one fell swoop that you've done throughout the rest of the week. And being consistent isn't glamorous. You need to do like the little things consistently over time to get the big things. It's just, it's just how it is. It doesn't need to be glamorous. It just needs to get done. 100%. Uh, on that note, calories, the Cheesecake Factory, the Extreme Cheesecake, 1,700 calories a slice. And- a slice. <laughs> <laughs> it's bad. Like you, you go to Cheesecake Factory. If I go to Cheesecake Factory, I'm not coming out under 4,000 calories for a meal probably. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it's... Uh, it's probably a good thing for my body composition. There isn't one in London, but I, I would be very happy if they built made one. To be fair, so oh, man. Um, I've still got to taste one of those bad boys. <laughs> um, so that's point number three: is you're not consistent in your weekend warrior. And number four: so this is something that a lot of people don't realise is actually the key to getting results, and that's you don't have support, you don't have accountability. So to be honest with you, with every aspect of my life, I have. Um, mentors coaches i'm actually going down the route now of like working with like a psychologist to try and improve the way i look at things in life and the way Mate, that's epic the way i uh, appreciate things and that sounds a bit weird but to try and find more fulfillment and happiness and to try and just be better in the way i do things and communicate um because i think we can all improve in that aspect um it's not something i've spoken about before but i think i probably could do a whole new podcast on that but that's Mate, a reality in terms. i'd listen to that yeah, it's one of those things that like, people don't talk about mental health and that stuff. But um, in particular, after this year, it's been incredibly chaotic for everyone. And I think people just need to be aware that there's a lot of layers to things sometimes. And things aren't sometimes what people see on the top. And that's why it's so important to have like support from friends, family, coaches. And that, the reality is, in particular, like in the fitness journey, is that a lot of people won't understand what the fuck you're doing it for. Because like when I first, like, I know Jeremy, you're the same as it. Like, even when I first started what I'm doing now, I categorically remember friends of mine saying to other friends, like, what the fuck is Charlie doing? Why is he posting photos of himself on Instagram? He's married. Why is he doing this? Who does he think he is? He's an estate agent. Like, blah, 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 blah. Uh, he's got a shit physique. Blah, blah, blah. Like, but if I had listened to those people, I now, we wouldn't be on this podcast. Um, like, me and Jeremy wouldn't be working together. We wouldn't have helped thousands of clients around the world. Like, it's... But then that, then that would just, just because I would have listened to other people's opinions. But I was fortunate that I had some friends around me who, and a wife who supported me to, and like coaches who supported me, I respect my life to be like, no, fuck them. You go and do what you want to do. And I had the mindset and the character to go and do that. And that's why it's so important to have a support network and accountability. And that's something that myself and Jeremy pride ourselves in um, with the community we built with like the video calls we do twice a week with clients. Like, I think you'll agree, Jeremy, that's one of the things I I didn't really envisage as this this business has grown, the coaching we do has grown, like how integral and how appreciative that would be for people. Like initially, I thought, oh, it'd be quite cool to just like help educate people a bit. And then as like COVID hit, we were like, okay, let's up this, let's do two calls a week. And it's amazing how much like 
accountability and like the friendships that people have taken out of that, don't you think? Yeah, hundred percent. I think there's a lot to be said as well for, as you said, having people around you that have got similar experiences and quite often, um, particularly on our midweek call, which is more of a mindset call, you'll get clients who will start saying, oh, well, I found this this week. I've really been struggling with this. I don't really know what, what to do about it. And before either Charlie or myself can even say anything, you'll get some of the other clients that will chime in and be like, yeah, I've had the exact same thing. Um, I started doing this, which was really, really helpful. Um, one of the difficult things is, as you said, Charlie, it's, it's often the people who are closest to you initially when you start doing something that's different to the norm, because unfortunately we're in a day and age now where getting fit and healthy is different to the norm because you'll have people that would rather just go and eat whatever they want all the time, not bother going to the gym, go out drinking all the time. So you're doing something that's against it's a counter flow. And I remember when I decided to compete, um, it was actually my parents that were probably the biggest roadblock because I'd go around to their house. I still wanted to see them. And usually I'd go around and have dinner and have whatever my mum was cooking. But because I was so deep in prep, I'd bring my own meals and my parents used to find it really, really weird and they would make comments about it. But then eventually they came to see me at the show and they saw it and they saw the transformation and then they got it. So you will have a lot of resistance, but then eventually where, when you get to where you want to be, people will realize and people will recognize what you've been doing. But the best thing that will happen to you is where people ask, like, how have you done this? Exactly. And, and then like you have that moment where you just smile and you'd be like, and I have the same thing now when people used to take the piss out of me and I see him now in the gym and I'm like, motherfucker, like, you know, and you're like, <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, when you know, and they know, and you're like, yeah, like, um, and it, it is one of those things. It's just, you have to be aware that everyone's not going to necessarily understand your goals and your vision and maybe what you want. And like with your partner and your family, I think it's important that you sit down and explain to them, this is important to me. This is why, this is what I want to do. I'm doing it regardless. And you're either on the ship or you're not on the ship. Um, and they will support you with that if you explain it properly. 100%. And just one thing that I think that eventually everyone comes to realize whenever we push people to do it is the progress pictures every oh, week. So it's, it's a shit thing to do when you don't like the way that you look, nobody wants to do it, but being accountable to yourself, even over and above being accountable to, to you and me, uh, being accountable to yourself and doing it, even when you don't want to do it, because you know that if you're about to have something that you're not meant to eat, or you're about to do something that you know, isn't going to help you towards your goal. And then you remember I've got to do my weight, my pictures, my metrics at the end of the week. If I do this, they're going to turn out really, really bad. And then I'm going to feel really bad and guilty. And I'm not going to like the way that everything's turned out. And being accountable to yourself ends up being the most powerful, powerful tool along your journey. 100%. That's some very, very wise words there. And I think the one thing I'd say is that you need to, everyone should try and focus on for 2021, setting a higher standard for yourself. And that's, myself it's for jeremy it's for other people we all need to try and like raise the bar um not just in the way we train but the way we maybe treat other people we communicate and the way we try and conduct ourselves so that would be my finishing point for this podcast so these are the four truths why you're not shredding fat building muscle you don't actually have a clear plan or strategy how to get there too stressed you're not consistent and you don't have support and accountability if you want help with these four factors then drop me a message on instagram 
or you can hit the link below the podcast to book in your free six-pack strategy call. Uh, we've also got a few free ways we can help you. So we've got a free uh, Facebook group you can join, which is called the CJ Shredding Squad. We've got tons of helpful information on there. We've also got the a new abs training course I've built for you guys. And you can also subscribe to the YouTube channel. We'll have content coming out pretty much every other day. All those links are below the podcast. You guys can check it out. So if you found this helpful and insightful, please make sure you subscribe to the podcast, share this on your stories, and drop me and myself and Jeremy a message. His Instagram handle is at Custom Physique. And we'll see you in the next episode.